Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Welcome to Wednesday, gang. How are you? Hey. You. Doing good, doing good. I was pondering people yeah. in my life, people I know, and I thought to myself, are Jimmy Fallon, Will Smith, Amy Schumer, Ellen DeGeneres good people? Are they good people? Are they good people? Mm. It depends. Mm. <laughs> Ellen does have that gorilla sanctuary. That's I mean, kind they of a all, nice thing. They all do right. something yeah. nice here or there. We've also heard, you know, really bad things about how they are with people. So, anyway, uh, these are so-called controversial stars we're going to take a closer look at. Also, is there more new music coming from NSYNC? Yay! That'd be nice. And bet on Taylor Swift at the Super Bowl and win. First E-News of the day coming up straight ahead. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. feel confident on your second date with help from the plastic surgery group schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com surgery has an art with polarizing celebrities polarizing celebrities there are a lot of them you they didn't know? realize until I looked at the list. You know, you think in your head, oh, there's one or two one out or there. One or two, but it's like, mm, no. So this was the question. People were asked. It's a BuzzFeed survey. There were 33 stars <laughs> surveyed about, but the fans were asked to vote on whether or not they're an overall good person. And the options are yes, no, no real opinion, and I don't know them. Okay. Here are some of their celebrities and their yes and no scores. Jimmy Fallon. No. 43% said yes. Oh, okay. 24% said no. So that leaves 33% not knowing. Like, I don't know them or no real opinion. Well. So it's not an overwhelming yes. Before, like, he's always been sort of known as this golden retriever that desperately wants to be liked because he tries so damn hard and he really kisses up With to his celebrities. celebrities. On his show. And mm-hmm. he just, he goes out of his way to be like non threatening. And he's, he's just such a big fan of everybody. And he's just got this nervous energy. Like, mm-hmm. he's just so awestruck to have you as the guest in right. his presence. And people like that, I always wonder in the back of my head, like, why is the, why the desperate need for approval? Like, why are you trying so hard? And what happens when you don't get that approval? No. And then we heard the stories from employees, right. current and former, who said, this guy's a monster behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, we can't even tell you how toxic this workplace is because of him and how wow. he pits people against each other. And 
Uh, I remember Howard Stern asked him about it one time, and he kind of deflected. He was just like, you know, we just sometimes people just don't gel and they don't work out, and mm-hmm. you know, we have, we sometimes feel like we got to make a change every now and then. But he didn't really go there. Go there. Yeah. Are there other star uh, stars that you can think of that do that same thing that are really nice and sweet? Like, do you think Drew Barrymore when you watch her show because she gushes? We've heard over about that people. from Kelly Clarkson. We heard that she had that when she. So she evidently had some sort of, when she was in California, she was going through the divorce and she didn't like everything that was happening. And she had to go out and kind of be great to everybody. But behind the scenes, she was miserable and she was very vocal and sometimes was aggressive to some of her employees. Mm -hmm. But she moved. Like she got rid of that whole staff and that's why she ended up going to New York and changing the entire platform of the show well she was nice to us hi jess hi jen (laughs) always very friendly yeah see i know someone that knows oprah oh yeah and said that she is not at all what she appears to be on tv she pretty tough she is tough you don't want to mess with her yeah she is not you know sweet loving and kind she is just hardcore and is can be very very difficult. testy and difficult. I wish you could have seen. I wish you all had watched the final season of her talk show. There was another show that was running on her network own. or her mm-hmm. own network, which was a behind the scenes episode, episodic mm-hmm. documentary, basically, of the final season of her show. Mm-hmm. So you were in on the producer meetings. Uh, you were hanging out in her office. Mm-hmm. You were dealing with all the problems that you deal with on a day-to-day talk show, including the weather, because your show is based in Chicago and guests not making it in and the tension and everything that comes along with it. Right. And what I what I thought was great about it is that you got to see those human Oprah moments, like right. when she would get annoyed or pissed or had to have a serious sit-down with a set decorator for this thing that they were going to do the next day. Right. So... there's got to be something like that out there so that people can see a less filtered version of her. Because you do see her humanity, and it actually made me like her more. Well, you know, I'm (laughs) sure she had a part in the production. I'm sure. Editing of that. (laughs) But it was the flaws that kind of... The flaws that she allowed you to see. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, but I know somebody that was a guest on her show, and they said that she wasn't warm... At all that she doesn't, and maybe that's a part of her strategy is she doesn't talk to you beforehand. She, she wants to save it for the show. She doesn't meet you beforehand, and then after your segment is done, you're got you're done. So the only time you genuinely get to meet Oprah is when you are recording your segment for the show. And she was very quick with people. Like you see her interacting with the guests, and she does a very quick greeting, and then she's kind of on to the next thing. Mm-hmm. But I think that's just that. That's how she deals with all of it because it's coming at her fast and furious and it doesn't stop yeah yep all right so also on the list Nicki minaj 50 percent say no she is not a good person 18 percent said yes probably because she is half the time and half the time not <laughs> i don't think she pretends to be a nice person though she's not trying Mm-mm. i don't will, think so yep will smith is at 47 percent no 35 percent yes See, I feel like he wants to be a good person. Well, I think before the slap, I think it would have been an overwhelming yes. Yeah, right. Oh, for sure. Amy Schumer, 45% no, 31% (laughs) yes. Probably true. Here's our big one. Still funny, though. Yeah, she is. 
Our big winner is Dwayne The Rock Johnson, 83%. (gasps) Yes. Yeah. 6%. No. Really? 83%. Eighty three percent. They people love, love the, the rock. rock What's not to like? What has he ever done to offend? Nothing. Or yeah, I mean the guy is like squeaky clean in that arena. Yep. But you're not suspicious of him at all. No, no. you think that's genuine? He and- walks the walk. Uh, he's man. giving me no reason not to trust him, Tim. And he's right. Maui, so you have to trust Maui. <laughs> yep. All right, Ellen DeGeneres is at seventy eight percent. No, eleven percent. Yes. That funny. Tom Cruise, 67% no, 18% yes. Justin Bieber, 51% no, 26% yes. I was hoping that would get better. That would turn around for him. Him a little bit. I think it has. I think probably a few years ago it would have been more like 75% no, but now it's at 51. When he rolled through town, whenever that was, when he first first started, he was the most kind, respectful little guy. So he's got it in him. Oh, I think so, too. I think he has his own battles, though, that he struggles with. Well, look at just his child. You know, he had a rough go as a kid. But he's also, like, been... I think child stars sometimes get cocky or ego-driven. How do you not? And then when they get older, they're just like, leave me alone! And that's when that comes out, the not-so-nice stuff. Anne Hathaway is 82% yes, 6% no. And then there's Howard Stern, 62% no, 16% yes. So the survey is ongoing. So these are the numbers from last night. So they may have shifted a little bit, or you can get in there and vote if you want. All right. uh, Yeah. With that, we will take a break. Uh, We'll get to the Super Bowl ad roundup, Uh, possibly more new music coming from NSYNC, and uh, betting on Taylor Swift at the Super Bowl. We'll have it all coming up. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Elon Musk just announced that the first human subject received one of his Neuralink brain implants. Yeah. <laughs> it's never a good sign when the headline is uh, the words first human subject. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> It's never a good sign when you wake up from the surgery and the doctor says, oh, my God, it worked. In fast food employment news, Chipotle is hiring 19,000 people for its busy burrito season. In a related story, Chipotle is also hiring 30,000 bathroom attendants. Well, guys, everybody's excited about this year's Super Bowl in Las Vegas. And I saw that tickets to the game are the most expensive ever, with the cheapest ones going for $10,000. Ten grand is a lot for a football game, but it's dirt cheap to see Taylor Swift live. I, I will say that. I'll do that. Q. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Uh, by the way, speaking of Justin Timberlake, 
You know, maybe that song NSYNC did for the latest Trolls movie was not just a one-off. Because yesterday on the Kelly Clarkson show, uh, you know, I could be wrong, but it seemed to me like he hinted that there could be more coming. Yes, he did. It felt like that. It really, really felt like that. Already recorded or they're planning on recording? He said, we've been in the studio, so there may be a little something in the future, too. Mm. A little something, something. Right. Mm. He added that recording Better Place for Trolls Band Together was fun and kind of crazy. Yeah. He says there's so much that just picks right up from where it left off as far as the chemistry. That's a great feeling, though, yeah. right? It's like riding a bike. Look at us. Look at us, like, though. Like no time has passed. He's yeah. like, I do like you guys. I do. <laughs> I'm okay spending a few hours with you. Yeah. We're hearing that they might. This is this is the big speculation, but I have all my body parts crossed for this one, is when they're going to play at the Sphere in Las Vegas. NSYNC would do a residency at the Sphere. That's that big globe thing wow. that has all the videos I that mean, go around. I mean, if they're going to come back. Like they, the whole band, do you they, think? That's what they're saying. they got to do something big like that. But it's got to be like a one-month Vegas residency where they perform every night so all of us can find a way to make it. Oh, the guys have got to be excited, huh? That I mean, that's the rumor. Who knows if that will really happen? Be like, I'm tired of being poor. <laughs> I miss being rich. I mean, I think they're all doing pretty well. You think they they saved their money back in the day, invested well? Yeah. What do you think? Who knows? I don't know, Hard but I say. saw Jason Priestley being interviewed recently, which was kind of weird because I haven't seen him in years, and he, he definitely looks older, especially when they run clips of him back in his Beverly Hills 90210 days. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. But like, what you know? What do you ever see him in? I think Uh he does a lot of directing and producing now. That's exactly right. Scenes guy. Yeah, I. That's what I found out. Evidently, he's been steadily working. He's doing really well, mostly directing. He's producing all those Hallmark movies. Yep. I mean, (laughs) I I kind of figured he was starring in a couple of those. (laughs) No, I'm not kidding. Like, I I think he's he does a lot of stuff. Actually, done a few of those. Yeah. I mean, be good for him. Wow. Do they run the 90210 reruns anywhere? Somewhere they do. I'm you think sure, so? Yeah. They have to, I would think, and followed by Melrose Place. Yeah, back to back. That would be fun. <laughs> Little Allie McBeal thrown into. Right. All right. So songs from artists like Taylor Swift, Lady Gaga, and Drake might be disappearing from TikTok today. Universal Music Group is saying it's going to pull its song catalog today after failing to come to a fair licensing deal with TikTok in regards to artists' pay, protecting them from AI and online safety for users. They even posted an open letter. So this is what it says. TikTok proposed paying our artists and songwriters at a rate that is a fraction of the rate that similarly situated major social platforms pay. Ultimately, TikTok is trying to build a music-based business without paying fair value for the music. Universal also added that TikTok currently accounts for about 1% of revenue. Hmm. So it's not like, you know, a ton of money. I didn't know that. I know. Isn't that crazy? Hmm. Well, as usual, Super Bowl ads are either being teased or fully revealed online before the game, which, you know, can really kill the surprise on game day, I guess. But that's sort of where we are now, and it doesn't seem like it's going to change. So... With that in mind, here are some of the reveals. Uh, Edie Falco did an anti-dairy ad for PETA. The gist is that dairy cows have their newborn calves taken from them so that the milk 
that was meant for those calves can be used for human consumption instead. That is sad. So I'm really excited and looking forward to seeing that ad. Uh, here's one, though. If you're a cat lover, you're probably going to love Kate McKinnon and Pete Davidson appear in a Hellman's Mayonnaise ad. Uh, the one that Kate McKinnon is in uh, where is uh, depicts her cat, which turns into an overnight star for meowing mayo. Leftover chicken, scallions, cheese. What am I going to make with this? Mayo. Mayo. Hellman's. You can talk. <laughs> and then she says, mayo. and boom, Hellman saves the leftovers. Now, our keynote speaker. And the end joke is a visual about her superstar cat breaking up with Pete Davidson. Yeah, it's cute. And oh, uh, Kate checked the joke out with Pete first to make sure he was okay. Make sure he was cool and he said he was game. Yeah. They've been oh, showing these. I was walking through the living room last night and had Extra on, which mm -hmm. I think is on NBC at like 730. And so with Mario Lopez. And so they were showing all of these leaked Super Bowl ads, and I wanted to wa like not watch because I do enjoy. Ruins seeing takes them. away the surprise. It does because that Mayo commercial would have been hilarious during the Super Bowl had I not mm -hmm. seen it. Yeah. But now we're going to be like, oh, we already saw that one. Anticlimactic. Yeah. And then David and Victoria Beckham are pretty funny in a teaser for their Uber Eats ad. Um, they're spoofing. So you remember the Netflix documentary Beckham? where Victoria Beckham is trying to say that she grew up very modestly. Yeah, very mm -hmm. poor. And then uh, David pops his head in the door and forces her to admit how her dad drove her to school. I'm very close to my family. Yeah, I mean, I think also we both come from families that work really hard. Both of our parents work really hard. We're very working class. Be honest. I, I am being Be honest. honest. I am being what honest. What did your dad drive you to school in? So my dad did, no, my dad what well, car was it? Right, it's not a simple answer what because car did you get your dad to drive? It to depends. No, 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 no. Okay, what in car? the eighties my dad had a Rolls Royce. <laughs> if you haven't watched that documentary, it is awesome. It is so good. It's only like three or four episodes. They're yeah. not very long, but it is incredible. Well, now they're in a new Super Bowl commercial having fun at their own expense. Here they are in a tease for an upcoming Uber Eats ad. So David and I are going to be in a little commercial. Be honest. Be I am. honest. <sighs> okay. It's a big commercial. Tell them what it's during. David, I'm trying. No, tell them what it's during. I'm Okay, it's during the big baseball game. Super big baseball game. Oh, was it the hockey ball? Hockey, hockey ball. <laughs> oh, and tell them about Jessica Aniston. <gasps> Jessica Aniston is going to be in it too. Thank you. We love Jessica. We love Jessica. And <laughs> the visual is Victoria is wearing a T-shirt that says, My dad had a Rolls Royce. Yeah. Oh, that's great. She actually put out a line of those shirts for like she has her own fashion line and after that happened she put those shirts out like you could buy one. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh hilarious. Bless you. Well, speaking of the Super Bowl, Jen. Yeah. Here we go. Taylor Swift, you can place bets. Prop bets. So let's see. Well, Travis Kelsey proposed to Taylor after the game. What's your bet? No. no. There is an 8% chance of this happening, partly because he probably wouldn't do it after a loss, and the Chiefs are the underdogs on February 11th. 8% that I'm, that I'm betting on it. Yeah, I know, right? Will Taylor be shown during the national anthem? There is a 66.67% chance of this. Yes. 
Well, the MVP of the game mentioned Taylor. There's about a 22% chance of that because it would almost have to be Travis for this to happen. And he only has the fourth best odds to get that honor. Yeah, it always goes to like Mahomes or He's the behind quarterback. Patrick Mahomes, Brock Purdy, and Christian yeah. McCaffrey. Hmm. So then no. So there. But those are a few of the bets. There are more. Hmm. So enjoy. You guys okay. ever place any? Do you ever bet on sports? Not no. really. Oh yeah, my Other man. Then play the squares. Squares. My man does though. He does. They when we're together with a group of people, there are multiple people always talking about what their bets are, and what they need, mm-hmm. and they'll be placing bets during the game, before the game. Yeah. On all the things. Yeah, they're very involved in it. Scott dabbles just a touch, but mostly with just the free money. Yeah. Because all of these different sites, especially for the Super Bowl, they have. If you sign up and bet $5, you get all this free money that you have to bet on the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. So he's been dabbling and looking at that a little bit. Hmm. I'm going to uh, list a bunch of artists here, and uh, you tell me what they all have in common. Tupac, Snoop Dogg, Sia, Rush, Queen, NSYNC, Nicki Minaj, Kiss, Katy Perry, Journey, Jonas Brothers, Jennifer Lopez, Guns N' Roses, Diana Ross, Demi Lovato, Bob Marley, The Beach Boys, Backstreet Boys, and ABBA. What do they all have in common? Oh, man, I don't know. They've never won a Grammy. Wow. NSYNC has never won a Grammy? Backstreet Boys, yeah. Backstreet Boys and NSYNC have never won a Grammy. They may have won other awards. Maybe they won. Probably lots of People's Choice. They may have won People's Choice Awards, awards, MTV Video Music Awards, maybe AMAs. but They've never won Grammys. Huh. I wonder have they been I wonder how many of them have been nominated. Yeah, I mean despite their success, it's kind of surprising that none of them have won a Grammy. Yeah, totally. Hmm. And that is your latest E News. We'll have more for you coming up after seven o'clock. In the meantime, straight ahead, we got three headlines for you. Two of those headlines are fake, one headline is real. If you can get us a real headline, we're gonna set you up with the fourth pack of tickets to Bridal Rama, the Bridal Rama Winter Showcase happening. Saturday and Sunday, February 3rd and 4th at the Sharonville Convention Center. We'll tell you exactly when to call in for those. But first, let's check the roads. We've got Denny. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Shelly. Hey, how you doing? Pretty good. Welcome to Jeff and Jen's Faker for Real. How about yourself? Good, good, real good. So here's the deal. I have these three headlines here, and two of them are fake. One is real. You pick the real one. You're going to the bridal show this weekend, okay? Awesome. All right. Is the real one, eh? A guy stole a truck filled with $30,000 worth of ice cream. Is it B, woman steals truck filled with $70,000 worth of tampons? Or C, man steals minivan filled with sausage? Hmm, I'm going to go with A. Yes, that's the one. I was going to say, $70,000 worth of tampons well, is they're a expensive lot of tampons. They're little. That's a lot of them in a truck. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, a 35-year-old guy named Travis Jones got arrested in West Haven, Connecticut Monday night after stealing a truck filled with $30,000 worth of ice cream. It was a delivery truck for an Indian ice cream brand named Shahi Kulfi. And the driver was parked outside of a business when Travis jumped in the truck and took off. Cops started canvassing the area and eventually spotted the truck speeding down the highway on its way out of town. So they pulled Travis over and arrested him without incident. He is facing charges for first-degree larceny and larceny of a motor vehicle. Well, that's a mess. Yeah. I know. It was a priority call. Yeah. I'm sorry. You said a what truck? Ice cream truck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, as I see here, a woman who survived being stuck in oh, one God. of those garbage trucks. Yeah, could you imagine? If you let's, let's say you're hanging out in a dumpster and you just fall asleep because you're tired, and then the the garbage truck comes and dumps you into the back, and they're smushing you. Oh yeah. And yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. I'm sure this happens in areas where there's maybe a high population of people who are experiencing homelessness. Sure. Or, you know, bunch of party bunch of drunks in parts of town where there are tons of bars and or people colleges. just kind of yeah just kind of stumble out of the bar and, no doubt yeah yeah 60 year old woman in new hampshire lucky to be alive this morning after mm. she was thrown into a garbage truck on monday and compacted at least four oh times God. <gasps> compacted before she was rescued yeah, the woman had apparently fallen into a dumpster outside of her apartment while trying to throw out a trash bag. Officials haven't said how long she was stuck in that dumpster, but she was still there, still in there when the garbage truck came through. Garbage truck guy didn't see her, so the truck empties the dumpster with her in it and just started compacting. The driver said it crunched around four times before he saw her on the internal camera and called 911. Oh my god. Craziness. Who knew they had an internal camera though? That's I'm pretty glad cool. they did. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I'm sure there's little animals that get in there all the time. Um, yeah, I didn't know this, but the truck had a monitor that allows drivers to see into the back of the truck and sometimes they will see animals like raccoons in there, but seeing a woman had to have been horrifying. Yeah. Thank god they were watching. I hope they get the raccoons out. And he wasn't the only one who noticed. Neighbors could hear the woman screaming from inside the truck. Mm. Uh, one witness told the local news that it sounded like she was in agony. Aww. So the firefighters showed up and, and talked to the woman through a side panel in the truck. And they, they could tell that she was alive, but she wasn't, like, totally coherent. Uh, but they used the basket of the fire truck to lift her up out of the top of the trash truck. And the whole effort took about 30 minutes. It's alarming because you don't really think it's true. You don't think it really happens. They came pick our up over here, and um, he heard screaming and stuff like that. So we thought, you know, something really bad was out there happening. Yeah, definitely never. Nothing but raccoons, maybe little critters in there. They're not spooky, but never a person in there. I talked to the driver. He seemed to be okay. It's not the first time this has happened to him. That yeah, was definitely one for the books. That yeah, was Battalion Chief Bob Baudet talking about what happened along with some other witnesses. I guess she was taken to the hospital where she's expected to be okay. There are conflicting reports about the severity. Some say she escaped with minor injuries. Others say she's in serious condition. Mm -hmm. Uh, So we'll have to look into that further. But 
uh, fire officials also made sure the driver was okay, and oh. he was. Supposedly, this is not the first time this has happened to oh him. Oh, my God. See? I'm lucky when I look back. <laughs> yep. There were some nights. Isn't that funny? Yeah. All right. It's 715 with Jeff and Janet, Cincinnati's Q102. Coming up, some of the day's news. That didn't make the news. A Chuck E. Cheese cookbook is coming. I just How drove by a Chuck that? E. Cheese the other day. Yeah. And it was uh, early in the morning, and there were no cars in the parking lot, which all you saw was just the building. And seeing it from, like, the side and back of the building, it just struck me as how large this place is. You yeah. know, it's not a small establishment. Where that can pack a one? lot of kids. Right. I thought they were all closed. Uh, there's one in our, our Florence. Oh, Florence. Across I from the mall. About that. Yeah, yeah. And is there one in Tri-County still, I think, maybe? I don't know. There I used to remember. be. Yeah. yeah. I thought they closed. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. enough chicken tender places no no way babe no are you kidding i think is that the number one food for kids oh yeah chicken, tenders, chicken, chicken fingers fingers nuggets yes. pizza any way it comes fries Jen. chicken fries chicken tenders chicken nuggets and a combination of all three if you have all three if you have pizza chicken nuggets fingers or and fries together that's a buffet that is it's like child's <laughs> dream buffet it is it's like taking you to a steakhouse jeff where all they have are different cuts of meat yeah there's a chicken chain that's expected to open 25 locations new locations in ohio it's called slim chickens when i worked in fayetteville back in the early 2000s i met the guy that started the first one and we did a live broadcast at their store he's from college Arkansas, avenue in fayetteville yeah. yeah is it good it's very good yeah i'm excited about this yeah i mean i guess that's basically they're like another chicken finger place i've had it i guess there's one in my uh cousin got married in london kentucky um, and we had slim chicken for her rehearsal dinner. Like they brought in like a ton of chicken fingers and that's what we had. It was pretty mm. good. I think Kane's something. It's similar to that. Uh, opening locations, Cincinnati, Columbus, and Dayton. No further details. Uh, I guess there was a slim chicken store on Mason Montgomery road in Sims township that closed in early 2022, but it wasn't under big star chicken. It's that's where Hertz Donuts now exists okay oh, it is? yeah how, how did it go building. when you were stopping by there this i morning? have not stopped by there this morning <laughs> yeah thanks i didn't want to overdose on sugar i thought about it i did i'm like today is not a good day for me to od on sugar i'm gonna pick another day it's well, not going anywhere well slim chicken's menu features chicken tenders chicken and waffles chicken wings I'm always down for good wings oh they have chicken wings yeah i'll take the chicken wings okay. are they good, like are they good quality because you know you go to a chicken wing place. You get a ten different chicken wing places. You get ten different levels of quality True. in the chicken wing itself. Is it like super fatty and kind of gristly? 
How, how long is, is it, it cooked? Small and puny, right? Yeah, I never got is it overcooked. Slimy. I never got the wings there. I always got the tenders. My question is the sauce, Jeff. Does it say anything about they the have sauces? sauces? They have seventeen house-made oh, dipping too sauces. Much. That's too many. How no. do you pick? How do you choose? Oh, that's how my do you know? favorite. I love that. I get overstimulated. That's too much. Like I like to create my own. If they have like spicy garlic barbecue and ranch, I put them all together and Ugh. just. Yeah, is there a wing stop nearby you? Because they got some pretty good There's sauces, There's one in Colerain, yeah. Uh, anyway, let's see. Mac bowls are also on the menu. Salads, sandwiches, and side items such as potato salad, fried pickles, and fried okra. Oh, yeah. So yeah. I'm trying to think of, like, good fried chicken, but not just chicken tenders or not just wings, but, like, your traditional fried chicken place like... KFC, but not KFC. Maybe it's, uh, you know, Popeyes. Uh-huh. Those, I guess, are really the only two. Like, if you want really good takeout fried chicken, uh, there's the Hitching Post if you're lucky enough to live close to it. Oh, yeah. On, what is that, River Road over by Kellogg or whatever? Kellogg, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. My parents still go to the Lee's Famous Recipe in Florence, I guess, yeah, there's technically There's a bunch of them in Covington, Norwood. I think there's one in Latonia. Yeah, I door dashed to Lee's. Recently, and I'm trying to think of the one that's close to me is probably Pleasant Ridge if it's still open. Yeah, up the street here. You know what though, Kroger, when they're making that fried chicken fresh and they're pumping that in the parking lot, oh my gosh! Can I get that on DoorDash? I go that's in for a hot chicken. eight piece meal, my friend. <laughs> it is good to go. I will say the slims are good. The breading is minimal. That's why I liked oh, it. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Because like that's a the good point. whatever the is it like is it a breading or is it a batter? I would. I think I it's just lightly drudged. Yeah, is how I would just say it. Barely on there, yeah. just yeah. enough to like say a thin coating. Yes, which I I prefer that than all the than all the the other I stuff. Don't know. Sometimes I gotta get the extra crispy. <laughs> <laughs> well, know. you know, if if I maybe I need to open up a fried chicken chain. You well. should. And I'm gonna call it Mother Cluckers. They, oh, stop. <laughs> That's such a bummer. They changed their name. I'm sad to hear that. Yeah, Mother Cluckers is still in business, but they changed the name, I guess. I wonder if they changed owners. Um, I it was kind of like in some uh, front yard of like a like a actual residence house. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering if maybe maybe they moved. I'm not sure. I don't know. It's possible. But I mean, tell me that's not a great name for a fried chicken place it if is. you ever great. decide to open up one. It's awesome. I mean, KFC does have really great chicken tenders you yeah. like their crispy recipe yeah. Jeff I feel like if anybody could open up a fried chicken restaurant it could be you because yeah. you've done a lot of um research I don't know what level of passion do you have with fried chicken because it's going to be a lot of work you better we really used to have love the it. fried chicken club also it's not just the work of the chicken it's dealing with the public people. which is not a lot of people I'm out thing never mind <laughs> By the way, I watched the documentary. Speaking of dealing with people, I watched the docu- the We Are the World documentary. Oh, you did? Yeah. How was it? What's it called? The Greatest, the greatest Night in Pop, Pop or something? Yeah. And I was stressed out through the whole thing. Why? Because yeah. it's chaos. Because I'm channeling, because <laughs> it's a lot of big egos and personalities, and mm-hmm. you're dealing with celebrities who are there on their own time. It's late. 
the they just did the American Music Awards, which granted is three hours earlier because the time changed, right. so they so start like those award shows. O'clock, eight and nine o'clock at night. Right, but they pretty much had everyone in the building and in place by about ten o'clock, and they were there till way past dawn. Like it was six, seven o'clock in the morning before mm-hmm. everybody left. That's how long it took for them to to do this. And somebody made the point, and they're absolutely right. You know, you asked 40, 48 different artists how you should arrange this song that isn't quite finished yet. It's still sort of taking shape mm-hmm. in the studio. So not only are they recording the song, but they're also simultaneously shooting the music video yeah. and simultaneously trying to write it, finish it. Yeah. Which it was pretty, you know, it was kind of the melody was pretty much, but there were some lyrics they were still working on. And everybody had a suggestion, including Stevie Wonder sticking in some Swahili, which <laughs> they found out didn't really work because that's not what they speak in Ethiopia. I wonder how they found that out because there wasn't Google then. Right. And then there's... Just people saying, well, why Why do I have this part? You know, I feel like I'd be better in range on this part. And Quincy Jones having to keep everybody focused, bringing it back. Were you feeling like you hurting were Quincy cats. Jones? It were was. Were you feeling his, his part in I all of this? I think just any, if you've ever produced anything, whether it's a live show mm-hmm. or a remote broadcast or doing your own show, the pressure of, hey, we only got one shot at this. We have limited time. I need everybody to. Yeah, focus. Kind of focus. Was and there anybody that was being a jerk about uh, any? Of Waylon this? Jennings got he walked out because when they started trying Swahili. out different Swahili lyrics, he just wanted nothing to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't so think funny. he wanted to be there in the first place. Yeah. Uh, Al Jarreau had a little too much to drink. Yeah. I think he had won an award that night, okay. and so maybe he started celebrating a little early. Okay, <laughs> and they were real, like legit concerned about getting his vocal track down before he was Pass unusable. <laughs> Pretty much, that's funny. Um, and then just getting everybody to agree, like you know, you'd have like Kenny Rogers, Paul Simon, and who was the other vocalist? They were all sharing a mic. All kind of oh. bickering as to like how they were going to harmonize that together. Yeah, in each other's ears. Yeah, yeah. So there was that, and just everybody was just tired, and it, it was hot in that studio because you had all those people. Yeah. And granted, it was a big studio, but they had all these bright lights on that were generating all this heat because they're shooting it as well. Right. <laughs> so it was just stressful for everybody. And yeah. Quincy Jones is like, he not only is he a great producer, and he just he had he had the gravitas to to command everyone's attention uh-huh. and keep them focused and get them to do what he wanted them to do. But he was also a brilliant psychiatrist and getting what he wanted from people who were either feeling very insecure yeah. in front of all those people. And that was the other thing. All those people have entourages. Oh, they have handlers. Yeah. And none of them were allowed in. Oh, wow. So it's just the artists having to sing in front of their peers. Uh-huh. One at a time. Which is terrifying. (laughs) Without your people around you to insulate you and tell you how great you are and how wonderful (laughs) that sounds. It's like having to recite or sing in front of the class. Yeah. And it was uh, very competitive in that room, which ultimately, I mean, we, we see the result, but seeing just that whole process behind the scenes and seeing them trying out different things and... Dion saying, wait, why is my why is my voice feeding back at me? It's confusing me. Uh-huh. You know, just that kind of chaos stresses you out as like a board up like, oh, I'm, I'm sorry, Miss Warren. <laughs> so how many people, I mean, how many people were in there? God, Did they give you a 50. number? 
Yeah, there had to have been. They, somebody referenced 48. Okay. Uh, there might have even been more than that. I'm sure something. Well, you, you could feel it. I haven't up. watched the whole thing, but when you first watch, when the episode even first comes on, you feel the chaos just watching it. Yeah, right. With them, like Jeff is saying, trying to move everybody around and do everything, but also to get that many people in one room to be quiet at the same time when people were singing their individual vocal parts, that mm-hmm. was pretty impressive mm-hmm. too. Yeah, and then there was the issue like with Prince and Michael Jackson and. Prince was blowing it off, and Sheila E. felt like she was being used because they invited her, but they weren't giving her a solo part. They just wanted her to sing in the choir. Yeah. And she felt like the only reason she was there was because they thought if she was there, that Prince might show up. And when she realized that they weren't going to use her in a solo, she kind of was like, well, I'm I'm going to leave. Yeah, there were 46 artists. 46. But there were way more people involved. So now they have to scramble because since Prince isn't going to show up, they had a part for him. Now they got to find, like, who's going to do that part? Yeah. So it's just having to work out all these problems. And, and they keep showing the clock, what time it is, how long they've been there. Oh, and you start seeing everybody just, like, rolling their eyes and the fatigue starting to show through. How long you know? did it take? Well, they had everybody, you know, people started rolling in right around 9 o'clock. Because the award show wrapped up at 8 Pacific time. So all these limos started converging on the A&M studios. Mm-hmm. And by the time everybody was in place and standing in attention, I think it was about 10 o'clock. Yeah. And they spent like the next three and a half, four hours just doing the chorus part. They did the chorus part first. Okay. And then they had to start doing the solos, which part of me was thinking, God, I'd almost rather do the solos like, you know, early, get them earlier in yeah, the evening those, while they're yeah. fresh and then bury them in the choir later. But I oh. understand why he did that because he's like, I don't know that I'm going to have these people later. So we need to get this. Did he cut the them loose after first. they recorded the chorus? Like, could the. If they didn't have a solo, then, then he, they could leave. Then they could leave. And then sometimes, like, as they would record their solos, they, they could yeah. leave. But like, it was surprising, like, how many decided to hang out. Yeah. Like, Steve Perry, man, he was all in, he was participating, he was generous like he was helping out shout you know shouting out helpful ideas yeah it was kind of it was kind of neat seeing that yeah it was cool seeing bob dylan feeling insecure in an unguarded moment and not really knowing like you know what his place was there he didn't really feel like he fit in like yeah he wanted to contribute something but this wasn't his kind of jam so what can i bring to this and so seeing people kind of have each other's back mm-hmm. was cool, too, despite yes. the competitive nature of the room. Sure. Anyway, it's just a brilliant documentary. And if, you know, cool. if you recall the song or even if you're not familiar with it, you know, that organization raised a lot of money. Yeah, oh, they yeah. did. Yes, they All did. for charity. Mm-hmm. 7.33 with Jeff and Jen at Cincinnati's Q102. How middle-aged are you? Very. <laughs> We'll find out. Some of the day's news that didn't make the news. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. The IGA and Ross has hands down the best fried chicken ever. Oh, they do. Also, uh, they do have good fried chicken there. I've got a few people that have said Richie's. 
Oh, Richie's Rich- chicken. Oh, I've had Richie's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was one close to where I lived. Yeah, there's one by our house. It's always jamming. I've never gone through the drive-thru, though. I forgot about the Ross IGA chicken. Uh, that's one of those ones where they cook it every day, Jeff, but you can also make an order. Like, you can call and say, hey, can I get a 20-piece? Uh, they take order, like call-ahead orders. Catherine says, I can DoorDash the hitching post on Kellogg Avenue. I don't know. I might be out of the area. It'll be a long drive. I, that's going to be a big tip if I can get the hitching yeah. post. Also, yep. the thing this is, is not that far from Kenwood. Is it going to be able to stay hot, the chicken? Because sometimes fried chicken, if it's not I hot, th- it gets soggy. True. But if it's made fresh, I, I think it can retain its heat a long time. Also, I do enjoy cold fried chicken. I do, too. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm with you. Extra yep. salty. Any way it comes, guys, we're in. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's a food that travels pretty well. All right, 737 with Jeff and Janet. Uh, we're going to get into this Chuck E. Cheese cookbook here in a second. And a pizza hut that's closed due to unforeseen circumstances. What is happening on this Wednesday, the 31st, the last day of January, guys, of 2024? We made it through the first month. We're Jeff and Jen. And here it is, your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. Here we go. Let's start with Chuck E. Cheese Cookbook. Chuck E. Cheese is releasing its own cookbook. It's called Chuck E. Cheese and Friends Party Cookbook. And it's coming out on March 19th. You can pre-order it on Amazon for $23. The mouse himself is credited as the author. The mouse's full name, of course, is Charles Entertainment Cheese. Really? I did not know that. Yes, but he opted for the more recognizable Chuck E. It flows as better. His pen name, yes. It's full of recipes for parties and large groups, so mainly children's birthday parties. But if you are a true fan, there's no reason you couldn't use them for your rehearsal dinner, right? Well, why not, if it's your thing? Maybe your company's next shareholder meeting? You know it's somebody's thing. It's 128 pages and features other well-known characters like singing dog Jasper T. Jowls and their animatronic chicken, Helen Henny. (laughs) Wow. That's a good one. It's not clear how many of their actual menu items are in it, but recipes include things like Kansas City barbecue chicken pizza, Halloween-themed pigs in a blanket called mummy dogs, and marble, I'm sorry, rainbow marble unicorn cake. There are one pitcher of beer limit. (laughs) <laughs> no limits to, this is in your own home or boardroom they say the cookbook the new cookbook is meant to extend the chuck e cheese experience beyond their actual restaurants so it's kind of like going to chuck e cheese but without the constant video game dings and occasional fist fights between drunken parents <laughs> i can't even tell you the last time i was at one i i oh at chuck e cheese yeah what, at what age do you age out of Chuck E. Cheese. Ah, whenever your kids have had enough. <laughs> as soon as they, they start to show a, the least bit of decline in interest, I would say probably. Do you go back I, later, though, as an adult for, like, a fun, like, retro moment? I, You know, the one I remember, no. like, the one I remember <laughs> going to, and it's been so many years, I just, it was dirty. It was 
it, it felt like it was dark in there. The ball pit was the where pizza wasn't all very, the germs in the world The pizza are. was not very good. That was always my challenge with the, because Jeff, when you reminded me of the Florence Chuck E. Cheese, I used to take my nephews there all the time yeah. when I would have them. But that was the challenge was that the pizza was, to me, not very good. So I would always get the salad bar because they had a salad bar. Mm. But I feel like maybe, what do you think, 10 Ten years old. You age out about ten years old. You think anybody older than ten? I mean, maybe the arcade games. You know, the arcade part of it. That's kind of fun. I for just people. remember ski ball. Ski yeah. ball was fun. Yeah. I liked that. Well, game. and they have all kinds of new arcade games now too that are way more fun than ski ball. Hmm. Yeah. Now, a place I used to love going to as a kid. We didn't have that many where I grew up. So, you know, if there was one. Like, within a half hour from my house, I would beg our parents to take us to, was Pizza Hut. Because, like, you know, we would have neighborhood pizza joints, and they were fine. But every now and then, you know, you wanted something different. And Pizza Hut, they had two kinds of crust. They had thick and chewy Mm -hmm. or thin and crispy. Yep. And at that time, I loved thick and chewy. Yeah. And I loved it because it was just so different than the same pizza house that we would always go to. For a while, they had something called uh, Piazza. There was there was a funky name for it, but it was kind of like a Chicago style pizza, but it didn't have the sauce on the top. The sauce was it was it was that thick, cheesy, like super mm. gooey, really good, and it went away, and I was so sad. <laughs> <laughs> Well, a Pizza Hut in Canada, I guess, had to put up a sign announcing they were only open for takeout and delivery. And it had a very unfortunate typo. It said, due to unforeseen circumcisions. (laughs) I saw that. (laughs) The dining room would be closed this evening. Sorry for the inconvenience. I wonder if somebody did that on purpose. (laughs) Just to see if anybody would notice. Naturally, social media had fun with this. One person joking. Dinner has been cut short. Oh, God, that's funny. I think it's funny you keep saying doo-doo, too. Doo-doo. Another said, yes, they're making some staffing cuts. (laughs) And a local hospital jumped in to say that they could handle the circumcisions. I wonder if anyone's going to leave a a big tip. Get it? The Pizza Hut also had a sense of humor about it. They apologized, confirmed that it was an autocorrect issue. Okay. And put up a new sign that emphasized circumstances. (laughs) And they also hyped a new $5 promotion and jokingly added, no tip required. (laughs) There you go. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. (laughs) So I was in Provincetown, Massachusetts one summer. Provincetown is on the very tip of Cape Cod. So if you're looking at a map of Massachusetts, which you may or may not be familiar with, uh, that's the little piece of land on the East Coast that sticks out like a curved arm, Okay. for lack of a better description. Mm-hmm. So Provincetown's on the very tip of it. Okay. And you'd walk into a coffee place, and they would have the tip jar, and they would have a drawing of the Cape itself, and they would write just the tip. Get it? Yeah. That's what they call. Oh, that's funny. lovingly referred to Provincetown as just the tip of Cape Cod, <laughs> that's funny. which is loaded with so much sure. innuendo. 
That's do funny. they make T-shirts? I feel like they should have T-shirts. I'm sure they do. P-Town is a very big party zone. Yes, P-Town, just the tip. For, the, for family, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's funny. Oh, for family. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, big time. People complain about having to choose between Donald Trump and Joe Biden again, but they are not the only candidates. There is another option. There's a couple options. Yes. Uh, case in point, 39-year-old woman in Colorado named Crystal Gable. Crystal, what 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 platform is she running on? What What's her story? Uh, her story is that she just found out. She had no idea she was running for president. She didn't know? Somebody wrote her in? No. She just found out that she's running for president and she's not happy about it. Why? Well, she didn't plan to run and doesn't want to. But she will be on the ballot in Minnesota's primary anyway, running as the legal marijuana now party candidate. <laughs> so how did that happen? Well, it turns out she is a marijuana activist and she has run for political office before. But it happened because she used to be in the party's Facebook group and they nominated her without her permission. And they honestly, they like, they honestly thought she'd be cool with it. Wow. She only found out because she has a Google alert set up for her own name. And I guess Minnesota's primary is March 5th, and it's too late to have her name removed now. So she's actively telling people not to vote for her. Wouldn't it be great if people, like, just voted for her, any, like, knowing that she doesn't want to run? <laughs> you know, they just... Like, force her into office? Has that ever happened? Has anyone won an election that didn't want to win? Like, they either changed their mind or they didn't decided they didn't want the job. Yeah. But it was too late to take their name off the ballot. I mean, I suppose you could always yeah. resign, but... Yeah. Maybe in, like, uh, school. Like, schools. You know how the schools do class president or treasurer or something mm -hmm. like that? Maybe that happens there. What cracks me up is when the um, <laughs> when a candidate dies and they don't get the name, it's too late to get the name off the ballot, and they oh. still win. And they still win. Yeah. 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 That oh, does that's happen. That's the kind of voter rebellion I <laughs> am always amused. <laughs> well, it just goes to show how many people go in there and have no idea what they're voting for. Mm -hmm. I mean, how many people go in there and know anything about the judges? How many people, you know, there's all of these, the treasure, all of these they just don't know. Do they just vote straight? And a lot of them run or? unopposed. I mean, I don't think Lakshmi Samarco, who is the Hamilton County coroner, I don't think she's been opposed in the last, what, two or three election cycles? Maybe. I could be wrong. Uh, but she says, this this Crystal Gable woman who's on the ballot and doesn't want to be, says, we all have a common law right not to be forced to be candidates and call the whole thing anti-democratic. That's like when I got nominated to be the jury foreman. Because you were in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, right? That is not a joke. That, that is so, actually that's what you get. happened. That's what you get. That's exact. I think that was brilliant. Whoever suggested that. Michelle right? Hopkins. He's like, he's in the he's in the bathroom, dude. Let's vote him in. Yep. Well, maybe they felt like since you're on the radio, you would feel comfortable representing and speaking for the group of people. Why me? Michelle Hopkins was in television. Well, she didn't want to do it. And so she's she got the put, look, you know. She put you in there. <laughs> Jeff talks for a living. I'm just the look. 
Yeah, and I was surprised Michelle Hopkins got on the jury with me. We served on the jury together because her husband was a judge. Yeah, you would think that she would have gotten out and you would have gotten out for being in the media. Yes. No we luck. were both convinced because we yeah. sat next to each other in the jury pool. We're like, oh, yeah, this won't be long. We'll be kicked here any minute now. <laughs> we both got picked. Yeah. I've only had Jerry Dewey once. It was a long time ago. It was in Tampa. But uh, I don't think that I ever even made it into the interview room. Or I did, but I think they'd already pat- picked everybody before they got to me. Oh, really? I think. So it's great when you're in the jury pool. Like when you have to show up and you haven't been picked yet, that's actually the best part because they've got TVs. <laughs> They have internet. They have cubicles. Are you allowed to nap? Yeah, you can nap. I mean, as long as you hear, if you hear your name, you got to respond. (laughs) They'll holler at you if you don't respond. They'll find you. Uh, But, yeah, they got cubicles. You know, they got places where you can just put a couple chairs together, lean back, and take a little cat nap if you want until you get called in. Can you bring your own snacks, or do they provide any sort of refreshment? They both you can bring your own snacks, and they provide different refreshments. They have vending machines. You get, like, free coffee, free water, stuff like that. I always wanted to do it when I worked at the courthouse in Kenton County, but I never, I've never, i never gotten picked. There's also a place downstairs in the courthouse. There's, like, a little uh, like deli a luncheonette yeah, kind of thing you can run down to. If you tell the tell the guy you're going to run downstairs, I'll be right back as long as you're back and give you a little hall pass. Yeah. Well, that's nice. Yeah, the work starts if you get picked. That's when the work starts. Then all of a sudden, now you got to pay attention. <laughs> you got to wake up. Yeah. So you got to close the laptop, put your stuff away, and listen. Did any of you guys watch that show last year called Jury Duty? Yeah. Oh, God, you told me about that. Yeah, put it on your list if you need to. It goes quick. It's everyone is in on it. Everyone is an oh, actor except yeah. one person who thinks that they've been selected for jury duty and that they're doing a documentary about the jury duty process. That is but so funny. I the love sheriff, that premise. The judge, the lawyers, the Everybody's rest of fake. the jury, everyone oh, is an actor. That's so messed up if you're the one person that's so what kind of an actor. What kind of positions do they put this person in that doesn't know what's going on? All sorts of random stuff to make them deciding who gets food for the jury. Uh, you know, uh, things that go on behind the scenes when they have to go back to the hotel that they're being, okay. you know, kept at. Uh-huh. Just, just, inter- they, like, really, like, they have a guy that comes in that has pants that he built his own seat in. Like, really awkward <laughs> stuff. <laughs> things that would make you go, what the hell? Yeah. And just to get his reaction. Yeah. That's funny. It's pretty, pretty interesting. All right. It's 751. Uh, how middle-aged are you? Score one point, score yourself one point for each statement that you think applies to you or that fits. You ready? All right. All right. Give yourself a point for everything that applies to you. Here we go. You can't sleep past 9 a.m. Check. You can't start a movie past 9 p.m. Depends on the day. (laughs) I'm not revealing any of my answers. Just keep going. You call (laughs) your children for tech support. Nope. You used to fix typos with whiteout. You've called a 30-year-old a kid. You swap ailment stories with your friends. Definitely there. You're on Facebook, but not Grinder. You write appointments on a paper calendar. Are you on Grinder, Tim? 
Hell no. Oh, <laughs> you didn't move or you didn't check it off. Well, Grindr's a dating site. That's a dating oh, app. it is? Yeah. yeah. Oh. Yeah, a, that's a dating app. It's a geographic. I thought it was a very specific dating app. It's for the app. family. It's for gay folks. Oh, yeah. so I was right. Yeah. <laughs> but it, uh, it geographically will tell you who else is looking on a map. Go, oh, someone's eight feet from me. Yeah. Oh, look. It's the size of a remote control. But sure. like, I wouldn't even say dating app. Like, I was thinking like hookup app. More for, of that, yeah. For members of the family. It came out after. Yeah. I found I'm, I'm my already love. lost. I only have three marks. I'm sure I should have more. <laughs> I'm like, what? I'm, I'm thinking about it. Okay, uh, you write appointments on a paper calendar. Does that count when I write down your vacations on our calendar? Yes. I don't know. Yeah, you're using a you paper a calendar, paper but account. I also put everything in my phone. But I have the paper calendar just to yeah, keep because you don't trust kids. technology. That's a sign of middle age. No, I'm not giving myself a point for that. You're I'm, old. You guys should have a point for that, not me. You're not quite sure how you got that bruise. Oh, it's always alcohol involved. Uh, you gain weight just by being near food. <laughs> I'll mark that one. I am too. <laughs> I haven't eaten anything today. <laughs> just talking about fried chicken for 20 minutes, I've gone up three pounds. <laughs> uh, you go to the bank to make a deposit. Nah. You've taken a keen interest in bunions and corns. Ew, no. No. Uh, no. You've dialed a rotary phone. You still have a landline. You can't find your glasses that are sitting on top of your head. <laughs> no, they're always on our faces, right? The three yeah. of us have to wear them. Tim, yeah. you might get a notch for that. Yeah, maybe. Anyway, there's no. That's it? Matt, yeah, How there's, many were there total? There were 15. 15? I got eight. Oh, I only have five, but I'm sure I'm like halvesies on some of those. Yeah, I think you were cutting yourself a little too much of a break. I think you were probably. <laughs> you had nine? Well, no, because yeah. some of those I don't do at all. Yeah. Like, I mean, I have dialed a rotary phone, but I don't have a landline. Yeah. I, I do. do. I you? still have a landline. Well, you know, uh, the way I always saw that is I would, if I were gone and my kid was home with somebody else, and their phone died, or they forgot their phone, or so. I wanted it there for an emergency. But he yeah. has his own phone now, too. Now Jacobs does. does. Yeah. I could probably let you it go. You could probably now. cut the cord on that. But yeah. if he has difficulty communicating, he's got that landline where they can find him regardless. Yes. Also, I can start a movie after 9 p.m. It didn't say I have to stay awake for the whole thing, it just Let's said see, you can you start oh, a movie. <laughs> I can start a movie any time of the day. <laughs> All right. Well, I was honest. Uh-huh. And I got two. No. <laughs> I may have gotten more than that. Seven fifty-five. Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q one hundred two. It's uh, second date update time here. So let's. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q one hundred two. is looking for a second date update he went out with claire and he'd like a follow-up because he's he hasn't heard from her and we're going to try to help him out hi max hey guys what's going on well you know trying to solve problems here <laughs> get dates that's right i appreciate you guys for taking my call Have so <clears throat> pretty much what happened is i met this girl on match her name's claire um 
I hadn't been dating for a bit. You know, I just kind of jumped back in the holiday, in the dating scene after the holidays. I was in a long-term relationship, and uh, we just broke up in October, so i just been kind of chilling out on dating since then, right? Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I've been on a couple dates since then, but before the date with Claire, but there was really nothing there. But I really liked this one. I mean, she was really great. She was cute. Sorry. <clears throat> You're fine. She's sweet. She's kind of shy. Um, she didn't talk too much. You know, but when she did say something, it was really funny. You know, she's just one of those girls who, like, hears everything and then waits to say the perfect thing, you know? She's really cool. Now, there's a couple of ways that you can take that. She didn't talk too much. Are you saying <laughs> she didn't talk too much, like some chatty women get when you get out on a date with them? Or are you saying she was kind of, you know, in a shy, quiet way? She didn't talk a lot. No, like she like I say she wasn't like too talkative. You know, sometimes you go on a date with somebody and who's overly and like they, Yeah, they just it's like an interview for them and they don't even let you talk, you know, but she, you know, would let me talk and she had like funny things to say. She was really cool, you know. Yeah, what I'm hearing is she didn't talk just to hear herself talk, but when she did speak, she made it count. There you go. It was meaningful, right? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. Um but yeah, so we decided we go to Mellow Mushroom, um, just to kind of keep it real casual, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, we were there for like two hours, and I thought everything was great. We talked about sports. We were both big Bengals and Reds fans, right? Mm-hmm. And um, even talked about going to opening day together. Oh wow, future plans. Right. So I thought everything was kind of going off without a hitch. I. Uh, yeah. I know opening days are ways off, but, you know, and it wasn't like we made concrete plans, but I just kind of took that as a good sign, you know? Yeah. So we left. I walked her to her car. She hugged me. She thanked me for dinner. I was, <clears throat> I said, I'd call her and she was like, great. And I haven't heard or anything or texted her. I mean, her, gotten a text from her, gotten a call from her. I've called and texted. There's been no responses. So I'm, I'm just, I'm kind of at a loss here. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, I hated that when I was dating. You were like, but we talked about going places next month. Right. They don't call you back. That's the worst. Yeah. Yep. What's her story? What's her relationship story? Like you said, you've been, like you met her on Match. I assume with her also being on Match, she's probably dating as well right. right yeah i mean from what i from what i understood she had just kind of been out on a dating scene for a little longer than me she's just kind of you know taking it slow and that even made me feel even better because i was just like wow this 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 lady's really selective you know she's sweet and thoughtful so like when she's having this kind of meaningful conversation with me i was like okay well maybe i'm the right kind of guy you yeah. know I, I i i don't know you know but i just I, i'm just still kind of surprised that I haven't heard anything from right. her. Mm. All right. Well, I don't know. Maybe she met someone and she's exploring something else. But we'll call her up and see if we can't get the two of you together again as Second Date Update continues. The story of Max and Claire. Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102.
long-term relationship until last October. That relationship ended. He took a little time off from dating until after the holidays when he joined Match. Uh, dated a couple of people before he met Claire. And Claire was the first person who really made an impression on him. Had a great dinner at Mellow Mushroom. Spent a couple hours getting to know each other, have a lot in common. Talked about possibly doing opening day, Red's opening day together, even though that's kind of far off. And uh, at the end of the date, he said, hey, I'll give you a call. She said, great, and never did hear back from her. He tried to reach out, but she never responded, and here we are. Now, I don't know if there was anything else that you thought of that you wanted to add that you think might be pertinent before we call her up. Max? No, that's that's the whole story as far as I know. I mean, I didn't – Everything that I that I said, the way I thought the date went, I thought it was a good time, but I don't know. I mean, that's all I the only info I had on it. Okie doke. Let's give her a call. Hello. Hi, this is Claire. Uh yeah, this is Claire. Claire. Hi, Claire. Wow. Hi. I always think about what was that show. Oh. Clary's. House of Cards. <laughs> House of Cards. What is it? Hello, Claire. Claire. Claire, let's go to Sig. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> who, who am I speaking with? Sorry, it's Jeff and Jen and Fritch and Tim <laughs> at Q102. How are you this morning? Jeff and, oh my God. How are you? Hi. Oh, hi. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. I, I Wow, I, I wasn't expecting this. That's okay. We're, yeah, we love up. surprising people. Hopefully you're receptive to surprise. hearing from us. I mean, I, I yeah, I'm kind of taken aback. So I, I just want a little explanation, I guess. <laughs> we can give you that. We can give you an explanation. Um, okay. So what's happening is we spoke to a guy you went on a date with. His name is Max, and he had a lot of great things to say about you, and was hoping to reconnect, possibly go on a second date if you were open to that. And, okay. Uh, I guess he's, he's had a little difficulty getting a hold of you, so we just wanted to reach out and see what you were up to on uh, his behalf. Okay, well, I mean, to be honest, I guess I need to be at this point. Um, great guy, really sweet. I liked him, but I, to be honest, he's kind of gross. He's kind of what? I guess that, that's probably the best word I can use. I guess maybe he has allergies or something like that, but he keeps, like, snorting. Um, oh. Not, like... Like the hocking it up kind of thing. Like oh, he's congested a lot whenever he, he's talking to me. He's like snorting up all this mucus, and oh. it's like he's oh my it gosh! Up. I dated a guy like this yeah. in high school that was a hawker spitter. I, I would say that all, all the time. Well, he would get. <laughs> oh, thank you for the illustration. Yeah. I hated it. This winter's been it's a little gross. crazy. The weather's been oh. up and down, and every Agreed. person I know is dealing with some sort of. <clears throat> I get it. My sister has allergies and she takes medicine every day and I get it. But yeah. he snorts he snorts the snot like it like where you need to probably spit it out at that point. He was at dinner just swallowing it. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just could not I my appetite oh. was lost. My dinner was like I half ate it because I just couldn't I just Maybe he couldn't spit it out there, but ill. Yeah, was, that was probably was, a convenience yeah. for you, but also gross. Oh. Poor yeah. Guy. yeah, I'm sorry. I don't know Oof. what solution. I, yeah, I don't know what to tell him, but I just kind of got 
grossed out. I didn't call him back. It, and oh, no. and when people do that, it, I, I know it's not their fault, but I just can't. I think about, like, the future. Yeah. Like, oh, I can't deal with this. Mm-hmm. So, um, oh, yeah. Man. That is yeah, the like, reason. I'll yeah. have times, too, because my boyfriend has a lot of sinus issues, and I'll have times where I fight the urge to be like, just go blow your nose. Yeah. You know, <laughs> please, please stop mm-hmm. sniffing and just go blow your nose. Uh-huh. Yeah, just hit pause. But it's yeah, hard please. because yeah. they are just as sensitive to it as I am. At least he they is. Know. Yeah, they do know. But then again, you know, yeah. there are some people that don't know. You know, people who spend a lot of time alone pick up very disgusting habits <laughs> because they do things that they would never do in front of other people. And if other people aren't around, then they do these things things a lot and then all of a sudden people yeah. are there but they're such in the habit of doing these disgusting things yeah, that they're they doing them in front of other people <laughs> without even realizing that, that they're doing them exactly that yeah i mean he did it multiple times in this restaurant so I, i'm oh. just imagining what he does at home and that's so, the last mouth you want to make out with yeah you know <laughs> you think about that too exactly so yeah. i i'm so sorry i i feel bad but it is what it is i just i just can't deal with that all right. Well, thank you for your honesty, Claire. Mm-hmm. We do have Max on the other line, as I'm sure you know, being a fan of our oh show God. and listening to Second yeah. Date Update. Hi, Max. Well, I'm sorry to say that on air, but I don't know. I mean, I thought, you know what? It was your idea to go to Mellow Mushroom. I, I don't I, yeah. I don't take cheese well, but I thought, you know, I took, I thought I took some lactate. I might have forgotten, so I might have been a little more congested or something like that. Like, I, I don't know, but, I mean, I just... What was I supposed to do? You know, I mean, I could have spit it in a napkin in front of you or like leave every five minutes to go to the bathroom. I mean, but at the end of the day, it's bodily fluid. Like everybody has oh. it. Oh, oh, yeah, I guess. <sighs> oh, that's gross. The bodily you know fluid got me. Yeah. <laughs> like we have the advantage of microphones that we can mute when right. we have to do that during the live show. Mm-hmm. Of course, you know, that doesn't help out my partners at all because they're sitting right here. Even right. though the mics are muted, that doesn't mean they can't hear it. I just think back, like, when I had COVID, that was my oh, main lingering yeah. symptom, was I had this constant mucus that I was coughing up. Mm. And, it de- you know, it did get to a point where it's like, if I'm going to leave the room every time to spit this out, I'm never going to be in the room. I remember you taking tissues. I had I walked I around with a box of tissues, yeah. and I just would spit. Because it just kept coming. Mm-hmm. We never complained once, by the way. You no. did. Well, I tried not to be. Dis- I tried to be very discreet, and I ne- I wasn't no, like we got it. You know, I wasn't. Like but she going wasn't like sucking it through her nose into no. her throat. No. Like no, that it wasn't coming from my nose. That's what yeah. was so weird I mean, about it. It was all in my throat. Twenty-one <laughs> years of close quarters living together, like it's. Yeah, yeah. I could stick my finger up my nose and dig around in there like nobody's business, and he wouldn't notice. That's not true. true. He would just talk about you when you left the room. Did you see how gross Jen was? She just put her finger up. I am one of those people that spends a lot of time alone. No, she's never done that before. Yeah, my God. God. (laughs) Some of us just love a clean nostril. That's true. Can't stand the feeling. I do feel badly though for people that just can't help it. And literally, he—I mean, obviously, he can't help it. No, but remember the coworker who used to come into the studio. To blow his nose. Like, yeah. what are you doing here? Why would you come into our studio were. to blow your nose? Because we had the nice tissues. Yeah. Oh, is that why? Yeah. I never understood It was that. all your fault. Didn't you provide the tissues? 
Didn't you regularly oh, bring in did. boxes of tissues because yes. they did not provide them for us? Okay, that makes that sense. That person doesn't do that anymore. Now that you bring that up. Well, that's that because we gave anymore. them their own tissue box. Do they have their own tissue yeah. box now? Everybody gets their own. Every studio now gets. Oh, well, that is nice. something that happened from After COVID. From COVID, though, yeah. because oh. they want to put all the ger- they want them, everything to go into the tissue. The yeah. Boogers thing. go in tissues, Jen. Yes, they do. That's a lesson <laughs> in my house. <laughs> well, I'm sorry, Max. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, sorry. I'm sorry too. I mean, she's grossed out by me. I don't really have any oh. anywhere else to go from there. I'm so sorry. It's fine, you know. Well, you're going to find somebody else that has the same histamine issues as you do. That's right. And <laughs> the two of you will be just perfect together. Well, thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Best we could do. You're welcome. All right. Bye. 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 Just put that in your dating profile. I also have histamine issues. <laughs> yeah. I have a couple suggestions of some naturopathic things you can try if you'd like to help with that. Oh, we take so many in our house. Everybody's got allergies. But we get it. If you need a little help with the second date update, all you have to do is send us an email, Jeff and Jen at WKRQ.com. Coming up, your shot at $1,000. The 1K letter of the day is coming up next. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Hey, Michelle, what's good? Hey, good. How are you? <laughs> Not bad. Life treating Doing you well? Right. Uh, yes, it is. Yeah, good except I wish there was some sun out. Tomorrow. <laughs> That's the yeah. plan. Yeah. Tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. I'll take it, too. A little Oof. warmer, too. It's been rough. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> All right. Well, let's try to win you $1,000 here. I got an envelope inside. The envelope is a letter of the alphabet. Michelle, if you can answer 10 questions in 30 seconds that begin with that letter successfully, you will win $1,000. There are a couple of stipulations. This is a caveat, though. Right, Jen? There is a caveat. You cannot repeat any of your answers. Oh. And okay. the key to winning really is to pass quickly, okay? Okay. All right. Okay. This morning, you have the letter N. As N. in, as in no. Okay. Yesterday we had the letter <laughs> M. It's unusual that we get consecutive oh, letters oh, like M&M. that. I know. Yeah. It'd be crazy if we get an O tomorrow. Right. Whoa. I don't know if that's ever happened. Wow. If, if it does, then we'll know something is Wrong. afoot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Something's wrong with the letter generator. <laughs> All right. So we got 30 seconds on the clock. We're dealing with the letter N as in Nancy. And All I right. will not start the timer until Jen finishes asking the first question. Going for a thousand bucks. All right, Nancy. Here we go. Okay. <laughs> the letter N. <laughs> Our name's Michelle. I know. I'm just. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that gave me one. Just ask what a name is. I know, right? Oh, yeah. A name. I'm changing question eight. All right. Here we go with the letter N. Name something you do when you're tired. Um, nap. Something yellow. Uh, nectarine. Something outside. Uh, Nissan. Something you kick. Uh, nectar flower. <laughs> A store. Uh, not nickels. A college class. Not pass. A paper product. Pass. A liquid. Um, Michael. Oh. 
Nyquil. 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 Nyquil works, yeah. Oh, yeah. Paper product, napkin. Napkin. There you go. Oh, napkin. Nothing you kick, yeah. a Nerf ball. Oh, good one. Store, Nordstrom. <laughs> Nordstrom, yeah. Nordstrom, yeah. Oh, I play so much better when I'm not on the air. <laughs> so <Yeah>. do we. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> I know when you said college class, I said knitting, but then realized that starts the with the K. K. And I don't know well, if there I are think one of them I said class. started with a K after I thought about it. Yeah. yeah. That's it, a tricky that, letter. What did I, I don't remember what I said. Yeah. <laughs> It happens. It does. Okay. All right. We'll do it again tomorrow. Try us back then. All right. Then. Thank you. You got it. Take it uh, easy. Bye. See you. Bye. Adam Kruger is a weatherman in Houston, and he's really big on tip TikTok. You know, he's one of those uh, Mr. Personality weather guys. Yeah. Who do, You know, he can't just do the weather. He needs but, to let his personality shine. Is he the one that does the hip-hop songs? Like he'll, he'll. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Like there's, and I thought that guy was in Texas too, and he's really big on TikTok. And he'll be like, "Today's artist is Snoop Dogg." Yeah, and he subtly tries to put, like, either words or lyrics or things about the artist and the weather. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Here is a Walmart employee calling out one of the scammers in the process of tricking another shopper. Oh, this is good. This will be fun. You do it all the time. You turn around and you return it. You're ripping my customer off. You need to escort them out. Go, 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 I'm not going to lie. I'm just going to say I want it for booze. <laughs> yep. Why lie? Why lie? Let's just be honest about it. Yep. You know? They make those signs. Why I lie? I bought too many I pairs of shoes. Need money to pay off the credit card bills <laughs> for buying too many pairs of shoes. That's right. Just put it out there. Why You'll not? be surprised. Why not? An exclusive golf club in Fresno, California was busted... For they have exclusive golf clubs in Fresno? <laughs> I guess they do. Maybe it's like uh, one of those ones. Are you talking about one of those ones like where you go in and it's the uh, virtual golf? Tim and I went and visited one in Fort Thomas that's yeah. just like a little, they have like the little TVs and you, it's like a simulator. That's what I'm looking for. It's like a golf simulator club and you become a member of the club, the golf club. Mm. No, I think this is the real deal. Hmm. Uh, this is the AOA Private Golf Club in Fresno. Who knew? Anyway, they were busted for allegedly operating an illegal cannabis business. Okay, that sounds more like Fresno. <laughs> Welcome to the Greens, yeah. Investigators arrived last Thursday morning and found thousands of dollars worth of illegal cannabis, cannabis products, and paraphernalia. That kind of reminds me of uh, Bill Murray, Chevy Chase scene in Caddyshack where the groundskeeper, Carl, introduces Ty to his new grass venture. Uh, I invented my own kind of grass. Do you know that? This is a hybrid. This is a cross. Kentucky bluegrass, feather bench, and uh, Northern California sensimia. The amazing stuff about this is that you can play 36 holes on it in the afternoon. 
take it home and just get stoned in a bejesus belt that night on his stuff. <coughs> it's a little harsh. <laughs> oh, my word. Nice. That might be worth watching again. <laughs> That's so funny. That is a great movie. And Bill Murray just was so good in it. So funny. He was pretty great. Yeah, and so was Chevy Chase. They all were. Have you seen the the Confederate flag and the and the toilets, Fritch? Have you driven by that? I have. Out in Harrison. It makes me a bit sad. <laughs> well, this guy, what is <laughs> what's his big beef with the city council? It's right there. You can't miss it. I mean, so he's got nine toilets and the Confederate flag, and one of the each one of the toilets is supposed to be represent like one a of the council city council members, member right? and the mayor. I and, guess. and why is he what what is he mad about? What is he protesting? Um, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I something about know. a subdivision. Is it about them building a new subdivision somewhere? And well, they're stuff? building like crazy out there, anyways. But probably, yeah, not enough room. There's not enough, room. not enough infrastructure uh, to support it. The roads, yeah, yeah. I'm reading the the local twelve article, and uh, let's see, David. Who is David Bungo? Is that the guy? David Bungo says the 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 owner obviously has something against the city, but doesn't know what. Oh, maybe he's the mayor. Uh, it's really hard to comprehend. I just don't know, to be honest with you, Bungo said. I don't see the relevancy of the flags versus the toilets. I mean, I have no problem with the Confederate flag, but the toilets are disgusting. Oh, That's probably not maybe he's a neighbor. Maybe he just lives close by. Yeah, here are a couple of residents who are weighing in on it. I know it's freedom of speech, but it's not a good look for Harrison. It's really hard to comprehend. I, I just don't know, to be honest with you. I don't see the relevancy of the flag versus the toilets. <laughs> I mean, I have no problem with the Confederate flag, but the toilets are disgusting. Yeah, a similar site outside a home on a neighboring property complete with a welcome to Harrison sign. Uh, there are there are more than 40 toilets in total. Wow. Local 12 has made several attempts to reach the property owner and has not heard back. Oh, it's up to 40 toilets? It wow. says a similar site outside of a home okay. on a neighboring property. Okay. Complete with a welcome to Harrison sign, a Confederate flag, and more toilets. Wow. Oh, maybe it's, yeah, maybe it's, it's spreading. Okay, it's spreading. <laughs> it's spreading. Great. Amy sent us a message. She says, <laughs> Lovely. She says the guy in Harrison wants to build a junkyard and he was denied. I don't know if that has. Oh, uh, I think I did hear that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks, Amy. Yeah. Well, so he's just going to put all of his junk right there. Where do you come up with 40 toilets? I think that would take some work to find 40 toilets. How expensive to are they? Aren't they pretty expensive? A uh, cheap one for 99 bucks. Don't buy that. Nothing will flush down. It'll just right. sort of stick. Just hang? Um, I'm uh, talking about if you bought them new. Uh, that's what I'm saying. About 99 bucks to about yeah. 400. Dang. American standard. This is great. Like when your relatives flying to town, you pick them up at the airport and you got to drive them by that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Welcome. Ah, That's yeah. his goal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 842, Jeff and this Jen. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Hello, everyone. 
Are those your toilets? <laughs> no, they are not mine, but they are right up the street. Oh, really? They're not far? So you get to drive by them all the time? No, thankfully I go to the right and they are to the left. To the left. I see. Okay. Gotcha. Well, that's lucky. Well, how is life in Harrison otherwise? It's great. It'll be better when the sun comes out. Yeah, Everybody's yeah, moaning and groaning about these gray winter days in Cincinnati. We have it every stinking year. No, this year's been worse. You, you, you think this year's been worse 100%. than usual? I feel Absolutely. like it's like this every year. Do you? Yes, I do. I don't know. In fact, this year, I'm struggling less this year with, you know, sad. You are? Than I usually do. Oh, wow. Yeah, I usually am very affected by it. You usually need the light, the vitamin D I need light. a lot of things usually, and this year I'm not on any of them, and I'm, I'm not so bad. Well, That's Kristen good. and I had a conversation the other night. We were driving in this weather, and she made the point. She said people knock the Pacific Northwest, like they knock cities like Seattle because they have the reputation for having all these cloudy, dreary days. And she's like, it's just as bad here, and she was absolutely right. Like, if you look it up statistically, we have as many gray, rainy days as they do in Seattle. Mm -hmm. They just have the reputation for it. Yeah. Well, yeah. ours also happen all at one time, and theirs are more spread period. out, right? Quite possibly. But it is tough. Yes. Uh, you've worked at the same place for over 24 years. Our friends at Frost Brown Todd, you're a docketing coordinator. Be 25 here in July. Look at that. Married over 21 you're consistent, if nothing else. Yes. <laughs> I know what I like, and then I stick with it. <laughs> yes, when you make a commitment, you stick with it. Well, we appreciate you sticking with us. Yes. That's, Thank you. I've been with you guys longer than either one of those, maybe combined. Like, and we know it isn't easy. Kid. <laughs> so we appreciate it, yep. for sure. Nice. Rich was surprised yeah. for some reason. She said, why is this person's phone number in my phone? Why did I have you yeah. saved? <laughs> because Taylor Swift. I'm the Taylor Swift tickets. <laughs> oh, now I got it. Well, I don't save all of my text messages from previous. I just save, like, the name and usually how I know you. And I didn't put in there why I knew you, and I'm like, this is weird. I don't know why I have her in here. But now it makes sense. We sat next to each yes. other, Taylor Swift. Yes, and we, and then you did a hotspot for my daughter's dog grooming business, all fluffed up. Look oh, the mom yeah, and pop that's spot. Right. Okay. Now it's now all our coming full together. Now circles are coming together. We haven't done the mom and pop spot, but we would love to. Because oh, nice. they are a very small, you know, brand new business in Greendale, but they would... They would love to do that, but you did mention them on the hot spot, which they loved. Oh, and they recorded on the hot list. Oh, the hot list. Okay, now I'm more right. confused. Well, we'll have to put them on the list for future mom and pop spots. Yeah, yeah. totally. Mm -hmm. yeah. They would love that. All right, yeah. well, we're happy to have you in the club, finally. All right, I'm happy to be in the club. You were one of our <laughs> earlier applicants. Yes. We appreciate you being an early adopter. Yes, thank you very much. Of not just the Best Friends Club, but of our show, because you've been listening to us for a very long time. Yes, I have been. Appreciate love that. Love you guys. We love you, too. So have a great week. my work day. <laughs> uh, appreciate that. Okay. And if you'd like to become a member of our Best Friends Club, you can sign up now at WKRQ.com. Each day, we select a new Best Friend member of the day. And today, it's Tammy, and she wanted to hear Selena Gomez. Okay. This is single soon at Q102. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.